Alrighty. Well, <laughs> what a game it was in Miami, baby. You know, I'm a fan of the Miami Hurricanes, and I'm a fan of my New York Jets. And, you know, these past two days at, at, at Hard Rock Stadium have been an absolute joke. Miami losing to Duke at home. You know, I, I couldn't imagine my other football team, or my main football team, I should say, do any worse than the Miami Hurricanes did on that Saturday. And you know what? They did. They, they did so awful. They probably played their worst game of the season yesterday. Todd Bowles has this reputation of not having the Jets ready to play in a meaningful game. I think his only like signature win he's ever had as a as a head coach of the New York Jets was in week 16 against the New England Patriots and they won in overtime Fitzpatrick to Eric Decker in, in overtime for the win and and you know what they do that next week? They follow it up. Oh, win and we're in, baby. We're 10-5. and five. We're rolling. They lose to the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. That had to be one of the biggest disgraceful performances I've ever seen until I watched the game yesterday. They shouldn't have even played the game. They should have forfeited that game before they even stepped on the field. They were lost on offense the entire game. Their defense was amazing yesterday, and it's wasted. Wasted because Jeremy Bates has to run the ball twice in a row on first and second down and, and not have you know any sort of chance to get pick up the first down. If it's a third and more than five, how many times are you going to be able to convert that with a rookie quarterback and a so-so offensive line and receivers who don't even want to play football? Not a lot. Not a lot. That's why the Jets had to punt the ball in 95% of their possessions yesterday. Terrible field position throughout. Terrible special teams. Besides, uh, I mean, Myers had a nice uh, 50, he had like a 55-yarder. That was nice. After missing a, a pretty long 48-yarder. You know, cut in possessions. You know, to one. But, I mean, just such a disgraceful coach game by Todd Bowles. And for him to have the absolute decency, you know, have the audacity, I should say, to say, oh, well, we didn't get turnovers on defense. So what? What about the four interceptions that Sam Darnold threw? What about the fact that your snap, your, your, your center couldn't even snap the football? He counts seven or eight times. How many more times do you want him to have a bad snap for you to say, well, maybe we should take him out? Oh, no, we wait till the final possession of the freaking game or at least late into the fourth quarter until we make that decision. Are you kidding me, Top Balls? Are you kidding me, Jeremy Bates? This coaching staff has got to go. I mean, it's got to go. It is terrible. I coach JV. And we're a better coaching staff than the New York Jets. We're smarter than them. I will put money on that. We're creative with our offense. They're not. We run RPOs. We do a whole bunch of different things that give defenses a difficult time every single Saturday. To, you know, oh, what, what are they going to do out of this? What are they going to do out of this? We could do eight different things out of one formation. And the Jets don't do it. 
They, they don't do it. There's no creativity. I don't think there's a creative bone in either Todd Bowles or Jeremy Bates' body, judging on that performance yesterday. None. Absolutely not. And I'm heated right now because the Jets are a much better football team than what their record shows. But you know what? I have to say the great Bill Parcells always said it. You are what your record says you are. And you know what? The Jets are a three-win football team right now. Three and six. Disgraceful. You have an opportunity to be five and five heading into that Patriot game. Get me all juiced up that my season doesn't end. Well, too bad. First week of November and the season's over. Give us a chance to be excited about this football team, Top Bowls. And you didn't, you blew it. You blew it by a mile and a half. You blew it. The Jets' offense blew it. But you know what? It starts at the top. And you know what? This coaching staff is horrific. This offensive line is not that great. But it doesn't help that our center couldn't snap yesterday. And it took until the end of like the fourth quarter for them to realize, wait a minute, maybe we should make a change. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the the 18 other botch snaps wasn't good enough. You know, it wasn't enough. You know, that fumble that he he snapped it over Darnold's head. Not enough. Not enough. That he, he had to go one-handed on one, and immediately threw an interception because his timing was thrown off, and the timing was off from the receivers to the quarterback. You know, and this is stuff like. That is so easy, not maybe not to correct, but you have to see the problem, right? See the problem that's presented in front of you, and you have to go out and try to fix it. You know, I mentioned that I coached JV. I tell you, I'll tell you what, after two bad snaps, I guarantee you would change centers. Two, maybe, maybe three, and that's it. There was like eight bad snaps. Eight. If you can't snap the ball, then don't be there. You know, you can't you can't play. I'm sorry. I don't care how good of a blocker you are. In an RPO situation or or even just a basic drop back, you need a good snap every single play. Now, are there sometimes a bad snap? Yeah. I can live a one or two, but I, I can't have it happen throughout the entire game. And how dare you, Todd Bowles? How dare you, Jeremy Bates? Or whoever handles, you know, the offensive line. I don't know exactly who handles the offensive line. But to say that there's not a problem is ridiculous. Well, nobody else can really block that well. Well, step one, snap the ball. That, that's with every offense ever. I don't care what you run. If you can't snap the football, then you can't play center. I remember I, when I was in high school... I played every position on the offensive line. When we were under center, I could play center. But if it got into a situation where I had to, you know, have a shotgun snap, I couldn't do it. I wasn't very good at it. And I told my coaches that. I'm like, listen, hey, I can't really snap the ball. I showed in practice. I'm like, it's not my thing. I can go on a block. That's fine. But to shotgun snap, I'm not that great at it. So they, they said, all right, 
and they started somebody else at center, and I continued to play guard. Like, that's what we did. And that was when the starting center went down. And and for the Jets just not to realize that there was a problem there or or this guy couldn't couldn't snap the ball. And I'm not saying that I could do any better, but my God. It's like it's your first thing you have to do as a center. Especially playing in a pro style offense. You have to be able to snap the ball. You're in shotgun every play. It cost the Jets a lot in that game. And that's why I think that you have to start thinking about firing Todd Bowles. Because how is there no creativity? How is there no recognition of issues? Like, do the Jets ever make any second-half adjustments ever on defense? No. They don't. They don't ever make any adjustment ever in the second half. That's a problem. Oh, how about uh, your rookie quarterback's playing terrible right now? Uh, maybe throw him McCown. No? All right, cool. McCown, who put up multiple 30-point games last year for you. Nah, it's not too bad. It's annoying. And he actually lit up the Dolphins' defense last year. Josh McCown. Now, I know it's a little bit different than Mika Fitzpatrick back there, but Miami is not a good defense. It does not have a good defense. You know? I, 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 they're, they're pretty awful on defense, actually. They're one of the worst in the NFL. And they continue to just trot Sam out there. And it's just, I don't know, it's just not good. Like, why? Why do you need to try to back out there when he's getting killed? It's horrific. It's horrific. And you know what? I, I'm I'm going through a sort of um, a sort of situation right now with another team in New York that made the change at head coach and made the change at GM. Got better coaches. Got better um, structurally with a Hall of Fame general manager and uh, winners, proven winners at the helm. And that team is actually a team that's not talked about enough. They are the hottest team in the National Hockey League, and that is the New York Islanders. They won five in a row. They're 6-0 and against the division. They lead the Metropolitan Division by two points, which is a full game in hockey, over the Pittsburgh Penguins. And they actually swept Pittsburgh in back-to-back games, a home-and-home series. Beat them twice in a row. I mean, that's a team that's won two cups in a row only about you know, only a year ago before it was snapped by the Washington Capitals. Oh, by the way, we got their head coach in Barry Trotz. You know, we got Barry Trotz, Lou Lamarillo, just a, a hot hot team right now. 5-0-1 in their past six games. Penalty kill is one of the best in the league, and it's not like we had an overall an overhaul of players. In fact, we lost our star player. We lost number 91, John Tavares, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the Islanders have looked very, very good this year. Now, will depth be, depth be a problem? Maybe. 
Will they slow down a little bit? Probably. But this team is a hell of a lot more competitive than they were last year. And they had John Tavares on that team. Who scored 84 points last year. Or around that. 83, 84 points around there. They're getting the most out of their players. You know, they're developing players, actually. You know, and and that's what I'm... And I think about Brock Nelson a lot, a guy that has a lot of talent but never really showed it too much. Uh, um, you know, a couple of different other guys. Um, maybe Casey Sezikis, uh and, and Josh Bailey. I mean, he's proven that he's more than just a complimentary player to John Tavares. He's played very, very well for him. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's just getting the most out of, the, you know, their players and developing players. And I don't know if I trust uh, Todd Bowles to do the same for the New York Jets. Now, listen, hockey and football are different, but it's about um, developing your young players and, you know, trying to sustain winning, you know. And I don't really see any of that. I don't trust Todd Bowles to, to coach up Sam Darnold and get him through this. You know, I, I don't I don't like the fact that there's no adjustments. There's no structure. There's no... There's no proven winners on this team, maybe besides Jermaine Curse. But, I mean, looking at his effort yesterday, he played like a defeated old wide receiver. And maybe that's what he is. But that's not maximizing his potential. It's not. It's not. So, I'm officially throwing my hat in the ring. You know, I said I coach football. I want to be the next head coach for the New York Jets. Todd Bowles, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm coming for your job, Todd Bowles. I'm gunning for it. I'm going to put in my resume now. All right? I'm putting it right now. Todd, you know, I'm going to send it to Mike, Mike McCagnan. Uh, and you know what? We're going to we're gonna figure this out. I'm going to develop Sam Donald, and we're going to be Super Bowl champion. All right? So... You heard it first here, folks. I'm gunning for that position, baby. K-Mac, head coach, New York Jets, 2019. Book it.